All right. So thank you, Terry, for agreeing to stay on and do a little podcast on Read to Succeed. I like to do Read to Succeed because I think reading is a fantastic way to upskill yourself. And I like to talk to my guests that are readers about books that they've read. So what I like to know is what the book is, what it's about, and what was it that really resonated with you that hopefully will resonate with others. So if you want to take it away and tell me about a couple of books of that that you've read that you think would be worth reading. So I'll kind of go in reverse order. The one that I just finished reading is probably something that's near and dear to your heart, and it's called Legacy. I don't know if you've read it. It's by a man by the name of Kerr, and it's about the New Zealand national rugby team, who by all accounts is uh, the most successful sports franchise in any sport in any country of all times. And I I could not put it down. And I took like four pages of notes. And you would think that this unbelievably great sports team would hire or would bring players onto their team based on their technical ability. And, And I'll be honest with you. I don't know a thing about rugby. (laughs) It's not something that I could tell you anything about, but I would think, you know, okay, this great sports franchise is going to take players that are technically competent to be part of their team. And they, they don't necessarily do that. What they hire for, and this kind of blew me away. And I think it has application to anybody who's going to hire anybody. They hire for two main things. One is character. What kind of a person are you? And two, humility. Understanding that you may not have all the answers, but us together as a team, us together as a team can figure anything out. You individually may not know the answer, but us together will figure everything out and we'll go on to be successful. And one of the things I found interesting about the book was at the end of the the game or the match or or whatever you call the, uh, the competition, Yeah. The captains stay behind. The captains stay behind and they police the locker room. They pick up the tape. They put the towels in the bins. They make sure that that locker room is in as good a shape or better than when they came into it. And I thought, you know, I I remember back when I was coaching high school basketball and I used to make my players at the end of the game. It's like, okay, all these cups and tape and all that kind of stuff. Well, okay, you know, pick them all up and put them in the garbage can before you before we leave the court. And I had yes. a referee one day come up to me and he was like, you know, that, that's pretty interesting. I've never seen that before. I said, never seen what? He's like, the fact that you make your players, you know, clean up the bench. And I said, well, they made the mess. Why wouldn't they? Why would we leave that to a to a manager or a janitor or somebody like that to clean it up? You made the mess. You clean it up. I thought that only made sense, but. For some reason, this referee thought it was something that uh, was, I guess, special. So I don't know. But yeah, Legacy, love the book, would recommend it to anybody. So what made you pick the book? I mean, being in in Colorado, how did you even get on to to knowing about the book and reading it? I mean, to be honest, I haven't read it. I I had a friend of mine, actually, who... uh, it works with my wife and is is a former Navy SEAL. And he, he's he's much younger than I am. I mean, he's in his 30s, but he's he's very kind. And he calls me during these two weeks that I'm off of treatment, you know, for an hour or so one day. And we just talk about what, what's going on. 
And he rec- we always recommend books. We go back and forth with each other about books. And he recommended this. And I'm so glad he did because, like I said, I, I, couldn't, I couldn't put it down. So have you ever watched uh, an All Black test? Have you ever have watched not. an All Blacks play? I have not. Well, you need, to, you need to find out. I'm sure you'll be able to get it somehow online in America. Watch. They're over in Europe at the moment, and they're about to play Italy next weekend, and then I think Ireland and France. Okay. But you should. You should watch it, and then you get a bit more of a sense of the game. But rugby for us is an integral part of who we are. We're a small country. We were colonised by the English. Rugby was an English game. So it was brought over to New Zealand as they colonised the country. And, and just being, I guess, pioneers, as, as Americans were when they went, went to America, kind of being very independent and trying to make our own way in the world. And rugby just became an, an integral part of who we are as New Zealanders and, and continues to this day to be an incredibly important part of, of who we are. So for us playing rugby, the significance of it is greater than what it would be for a lot of other people. And, and that's why, despite the odds, we have got the best record out of any rugby nation in the world. And as you said, with it's the most successful team out of any sport in the world, national team. You know, England has, I'm not sure, about one and a half million players or something like that. We have, not exactly right, but maybe three, four, three hundred thousand, maybe four hundred thousand players. Your odds are well against us, but we consistently are the best team in the world. You know, we'll get beaten from time to time, but but we are consistently the best. And part of it is because it's just so important to who we are as individuals. And and part and and, and along with that is that this whole thing of this huge history behind the All Blacks for New Zealand and the, the desire to continue the legacy. And part of that is to always remain humble. Now, I'm not sure, I'm not sure how that all the fans are humble, but the players themselves, to remain grounded and humble at all times. And excuse the language, but it's come to be used quite often, is they have this policy of no dickheads allowed. So, it, which means, you know, they're just, to be an all black, you can't be an idiot. If you're up yourself, they don't want you. You've got to be a grounded individual who is there to be part of the team. And I guess, like, I've witnessed, like, Americans with basketball, for instance, some of the most amazing players in the world. So, individually, some of the greatest players you'd ever see. And then you put them in the one team, and then they lose. And it's like... The sum, the sum of the individuals, if they work collectively, is far greater than, than a collection of stars. And that's kind of the philosophy we work on, is that it's all about the power of bringing everyone in t- together to succeed. You might individually have 10 out of 15 players are the best in the world, but if they can't play together as a team, then you'll probably get beaten by a team that might only have one or two that are the best in their position in the world. So, yeah, so it's interesting. It's interesting. And for us, it's, as I say, it's a really important part of who we are as individuals. And the Maori culture, which is integrated into the All Blacks, we do a haka often before a game. That's an important part of it, too, in connecting ourselves with our history, with, um, yeah, the development of New Zealand. But super cool. Super cool. Now, have you got any other books you want to share or just that one in particular? Yeah, I'll give you one that I, I, I love to read it. it it's, I don't know if it's a thousand pages, but it, it's pretty 
It's pretty long. It was uh, David McCullough's book on Harry Truman. And Harry Truman was the vice president of the United States during most of World War II. And yep. he was basically put on the ticket with Roosevelt. I mean, Roosevelt was, you know, the, the, the main player. He was put on the ticket to, you know, kind of win certain states. But he was he was never a guy who was ever going to do anything. Was I mean, when he was in business, he was a haberdasher, you know, a clothing salesman. He failed yep. at that. He, he failed at all kinds of things, even when he became president. Uh, and, and so supposedly the way the story goes is he's he's sitting in the basement of the, the Senate in the United States and he's playing cards with a bunch of senators when he finds out that Roosevelt unexpectedly has died. And all of a sudden, Harry Truman is thrust onto the center stage as the person who now will finish or carry out the rest of World War II in the Pacific. And yeah. to the point where his wife wouldn't even live in the White House with him. They, they were from Missouri, which is a state in the United States. And she would go back and live in Missouri quite a bit. So here's this guy who's president of the United States. His family won't even be with him. But he had the choice to drop the two atomic bombs on Hiroshima and Nagasaki yeah. to end the world, the war in the Pacific. And he made the decision to do that because he reasoned that too many Americans would be killed if the law, yeah. if the war was pro, you know, prolonged. And yeah. by dropping these bombs, hopefully he could bring Japan, bring Japan to the bargaining table. And, and that's what happened. Yeah. Yeah. One heck of a decision to have had to make, but Due to the nature of the way the Japanese fought, I think it was the right decision because they would not have given up. They would have fought to the bitter end and a lot more of them would have died along with a lot more Americans than that as well too. So, but a challenging situation to have been in. Yeah, great, great book. I think anything that David McAuliffe writes, he wrote a, a, another book about John Adams, uh, who was uh, second president of the United States and yeah. was a guy who... Um, the, the Boston massacre here in the United States was where several um, British officers were killed and Adams represented the people who did the killing. And he figured his political career was over, that that was it. But he felt it was the right thing to do to represent these colonists. And that was also, I love that book as well. But anything I think David McAuliffe writes, it, it has been a great book. It's been a great read for me. And I think, you know, with some of these historical books, people might be quick to dismiss them and say, well, you know, that was from a long time ago, not really relevant now. But I don't know about you, but for me, though, there's a lot of messages often in those books that are, are just as relevant today as, as they were back then as well. Oh, totally. To totally. I, I mean, you know, there's that old uh, saying about, you know, those who forget the past are condemned to, re to repeat it, you know. So I think it's important to to learn from those decisions those people made. You know, yeah, times were different, absolutely. But, you know, again, going back to the legacy book, you know, to the All Blacks, you know, if you hire for a character, if you are a person of good character, if you're humble, you're going to you're going to be able to do a whole lot of things in life and you're also going to be able to be a good leader by having yeah. people, you know, emulate the way you live your life. Yeah. Oh, exactly. All right. Well, thank you very much, Terry, for for sharing that with us. I really appreciate it. Hopefully that's inspired some people to to read those two suggested books. And as I say, I haven't even read the, the first one, The Legacy. So I better get out there and read that one shortly. And But it's great to see it's also being shared around the world and that, you know, 
way over there in Colorado and you could actually be reading about our, our rugby team. So Absolutely. that's super cool. Absolutely. Well, All thank right, you, with, Paul. I appreciate it. It's been a lot of fun. Yeah, no, thank you so much and take care. And as I said, I'm keen to to watch your progress and, and you continue on with your challenges and continuing to conquer them as they come up. So well done to you. Thank you very much. You take care. Enjoy the rest thank of your you. day.